video going, podcast going, we're in the Carlisle video going. myself if I ever find a broad dumb enough to marry crazy probably probably need to go to the insane asylum uh, but if I ever find a nice gal to settle down with that will be played at my wedding uh, some good memories stick with my little theme of uh, 80s music to pick us up make us feel gooder so kicking back in the shadow with my smoke filled cigar Room filled with cigar smoke, or cigar filled with room smoke, whatever. Um, what we've got... Well, first of all, it's Americana, the American way, uh, on Anchored, uh, Anchor.fm, Spotify, and Rumble.com on uh, Twitter and Getter find me at the real underscore Big John it is risen weekend uh, resurrection Sunday Easter Sunday uh, however you would like to call it God knows what's in your heart it doesn't matter what they put on what what words they put on the bulletin at church um, I wanted to do the, the kind of the the Good Friday and the Easter story, but the best way to do that is read from Scripture, and I don't feel like I can do it justice by sitting here reading it to you. So my best advice is Google search or Bing search, whatever, uh, the Maundy Thursday story, Maundy is spelled M-A-U-N-D-Y, I am not mispronouncing the word Monday, okay, Maundy Thursday story, Good Friday story, and, uh, Easter story, and, Type in the word King James Version after each of those. Uh, Maundy Thursday story. That's one. Two, Good Friday story. Three, Easter story. Uh, and you can do your own Bible study. Um, make sure you put in the King James Version so you don't get some modern pothead uh, liberal version of it. I, I'm not being ignorant. I, I, I shouldn't be sarcastic when I'm trying to teach the Bible or speak the Word, but, you know, the Word of God, every, every Bible, with the exception of some of these extremely modern versions or translations, to me, every Bible is, is really... Uh, more than just a, a bunch of pa pieces of paper with words written on it. It's the living, breathing Word of God. 
it tells us in the Bible, and before the Bible was printed, the story was passed down orally um, through time. But it says, you know, in the beginning the Word was God and the Word was with God. And Jesus is the Word, but every Bible to me is a is living, breathing Word of God. It's holy. It's a, it's a holy book more than just words on on pages. It's holy and should be treated with respect. Um, so that's how I feel about the Bible so I recommend the King James Version um, if I were with you I could show you other versions that are a little simpler to understand um, there are Bibles out there that have the word study Bible written on them so if you see a study Bible and it's the King James Version it probably has uh, notations at the bottom of the page that make it simpler for you to understand but um, me sitting here reading the Bible to you I just don't feel does justice to what this weekend means this weekend is about Jesus the Christ dying for our sins our Christianity is the only faith that I know of it where the savior or the hero or the star of the story dies. His death is witnessed by people of all religions. Uh, uh, every, every kind of person you can think of, religious, non-religious, Jew, there really weren't Christians at the time uh, because Jesus was a Jew. Okay, but he had followers that were non-Jewish, uh, whatever the Romans were worshiping at the time, uh, and different things. They, there are people of all walks of life, is what I'm getting at, that witnessed Jesus' death, and there are people of all walks of life that witnessed the man that they saw die or the man that was said to be dead, up walking around with the scars from the cross on his body. And there were people of all walks of life that saw that man taken up to the heavens in a whirlwind. Whirlwind. Um, kind of like a tornado, but holy it was it came down from heaven it lifted Jesus and no one else up and took him into the sky to be with God the Father and that's what this weekend's about folks when we're out there hunting Easter eggs and I'm not going to knock that if that's what you do I mean I'm 45 years old my mother made me and my dog an Easter basket. And I'm going to make her an Easter basket, and she's 65. I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with celebrating Easter with candy, just like there's nothing wrong with celebrating Christmas with Santa and presents. Make sure you know why you're celebrating, though. All right? Let me take a brief break here and uh, recover from what I just said. And then we'll come back and talk. The New York City subway shooter, uh, tipsters get rewards. Infowars Alex Jones receives uh, a refund on some money that he was sued over. <laughs> uh, a father tells why he moved his family from Seattle. And uh, I'm just going to make fun of Alec Baldwin and his wife after that. <laughs> so.
so I said I was going to keep you guys up to date on the New York City subway shooter. Uh, didn't find any new news uh, today. Doesn't mean there wasn't any. Just means it's not being reported. But let's see here. What is this? WHMI 93.5 Livingston's Country Own. So Country and Western Station. Uh, or no. Livington, it's, I'm sorry. Livington County's Own. I was wondering why it says listen live any way you want it by journey. <laughs> it's not a country song. Well, I have my glasses on, so I misread county as country. Livingston County's own. All right, that's not important to the story. Just makes fun of my eyesight. Uh, $50,000, dollar dollar bill player. As Teddy Long, the great SmackDown general manager, would say, $50,000 reward split between tipsters in NYC subway shooting. And then we have a picture of our black racist, Frank James, and his uh, man boobies uh, in his uh, plain dark blue t shirt. Um, he's about the same shape I'm in. I shouldn't make fun of other men, men with man boobs, but it's funny, so why not? Uh, five tipsters will split the reward for providing <clears throat> police with, uh, information that led to the arrest in the Tuesday mass shooting on a New York City subway. Uh, it was a terrorist attack, more than a mass shooting. Uh, the dude had tons and tons of racist, uh, rants on social media and memes and posts. Um, it was a hate crime and he is being charged with terrorism, uh, and so on. Uh, let's see here. It says, while the manhunt was underway, the police urged the public, or, or urged the public for help in locating the suspect. The New York police detectives identified people who five people whose tips contributed directly to the arrest. I was all the and it's it is true he did call and report himself and said, Hey, you can come find me at this Mickey D's or I'll be outside charging my phone. Evidently, there were five other people who uh, helped police find this man whose tips led to uh, his arrest. So that's good. People need to get involved. They need to trust the police. And I'm sure if they're living in New York City, uh, they probably need 10 grand because it's a rundown dumpster dive of a town and uh, I'm sure overall it's one of the it's a rich city I mean there's lots of money Wall Street obviously big business big bankers but uh, the average you know person on the streets of New York probably has it pretty rough right now with uh, a mayor who's still letting crime run rampant um, they're going back to COVID lock, uh, not lockdowns, but mask mandates and may even go back to lockdowns and stuff like that. Um, so, interesting to see what happens next in uh, the saga of Frank James and see what happens. Um, what... What's gonna What's gonna go on next with Frank James? He's being charged with a terrorist attack, uh, which this was. Uh, will there be hate crime charges as well? We shall see what goes down. Um, I think there should be hate crime charges, but maybe they can't charge you with terrorism and 
um, hate crime. I don't know. But throw the book at him. He, tr he intended to kill people. Just because he wasn't successful at killing them doesn't mean he does he shouldn't receive uh, the heaviest of uh, charges and, and jail time. He could spend the rest of his life in jail uh, for a terrorist attack. Uh, next up, the most formerly, or maybe still is, the most controversial man on the, the Internet. And he's not a Democrat or a Republican or a right-winger or a left-winger. Uh, Alex Jones, he started out his career, he was, uh, harassing George W. Bush and George Bush's, uh, the Bush family and their connections to the, the globalist, uh, I still like W. a little bit, you know, he's, he, he was my boy back in the day when I, two years into my, uh, really a year, year into my political career, he was up in, W was up in Cleveland for a $5,000 per person fundraiser, but he gave a, a Veterans Day speech uh, at Burke Lakefront Airport in, uh, Cle excuse me, Cleveland, and I, me and my friends, all these people were just like leaving. And, yeah, we got to meet him, but there was still, like, a crowd of people around us. Well, then there was, like, this opening at the end of the line. And we're like, let's run to the end of the line and meet him again. So I did and uh, got a nice picture of he and I. Uh, there's a, a veteran there. And my friends and I, you know, we, we pushed the veteran in front of us. Said, hey, uh, this man served with your father in World War II, and he wants to meet you, because the guy was kind of shy and intimidated. We were ki we were college kids. We were too dumb to be shy and intimidated. Uh, but anyways, Alex Jones started out, uh, he was an anti-George W. Bush guy, um, so people back then thought he was a ex liberal extremist and then right wing, but he's been known as the conspiracy theory nut of the internet but in the last oh, year or so he's been proven right about every damn conspiracy theory they've all become conspiracies now don't have to have the word theory in there <laughs> they're actual conspiracies um so infowars host alex jones will get back seventy five thousand dollars in fines oh i thought this was part uh $75,000 in fines in Sandy Hook lawsuit. So those of you that don't know, Sandy Hook uh, is a town. This elementary school children were massacred by a, a maniac. Uh, Alex Jones's fans started sending him in uh, information and tips about... Uh, inconsistencies in the Sandy Hook story that the police and the families were given, giving, pardon me, giving to the media. Uh, and so he started investigating it. And then he found out that these inconsistencies were, were wrong, that his fans were wrong and they were overzealous. And he took back everything he said about Sandy Hook being uh, a red flag event and a staged event, in other words, and stuff like that. And so, um, he took it all back. He apologized. He said Sandy Hook was real. Uh, he never told his fans and followers to go to the parents' homes, which some of his fans did. Uh, but some people that are uh, conspiracy theorists and read a lot on the internet, they've seen so many conspiracy theories become conspiracy facts that they think everything's a conspiracy. And they get too caught up in it. Uh, it's why you know I take times like this and sometimes I report on celebrity stuff, which this to me is a celebrity story. 
where I'm going to sit here and make fun of Alec Baldwin, or I, you know, am playing songs of the 80s that I listen to and talking about my, you know, love of the music or the person singing it or whatever, what that song makes me feel. Because sometimes you just got to take a break, you know? Because uh, whether you're watching the legacy media, the lamestream media, whatever you want to call the big networks, including Fox News, or whether you're watching uh, the new journalism online, uh, an independent journalist, uh, which are a lot more truthful because they're not not in it for the money. Uh, you, you just got to take a break, you know. But anyways, don't get too caught up is what I'm saying. So, Alex, yeah, he was one of these people that, you know, he saw so many conspiracy theories become conspiracy fact. He did get a little too caught up. Uh, let's read this article and see what happened with Alex this time. InfoWars host Alex Jones will be refunded 75000 Let me say that again. I was scratching the side of my nose, by the way. Uh, $75,000 he was fined after being found in contempt of court for failing twice to attend depositions in a defamation lawsuit filed by the families of the victims of the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting. After missing two dates in March, Jones did complete his two days of deposition earlier this month. The families of the eight victims... In the last hour, we've gotten word that a Connecticut judge is holding noted conspiracy theorist Alex Jones in contempt because he did Okay, that's what I'm reading, lady. I didn't need your video to pop up. So, the families of eight victims and an FBI agent are suing Jones for saying the Sandy, the Sandy Hook school shooting didn't happen which he has recanted that. He's gone back and said he was wrong, that his fans who fed him tips were wrong, and that Sandy Hook did happen. But this is what they can attack him on, uh, partly because he's on to a lot of other conspiracies and things that some people don't want to be public. But also, I'm sure if you know, you're a parent of one of the eight children who was senselessly murdered or however many others were injured uh one teacher stood her ground and stood in her doorway while her students hid and was a hero as she was murdered a real hero not a george floyd drug addict that overdosed in police custody a real hero stood between her kids and the the shooter uh, and why are there no statues of her? Why, why, why are there no statues of her? Why, 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 why? Uh, I don't know. But anyways, uh, the the folks that are suing Alex Jones uh, claim to have been subjected to harassment and death threats from Jones fans uh, as a result of his statements. Uh, Jones, who now says the mass shooting that killed uh, 21st graders and six school staffers was real and he has been suffering from an undisclosed illness and could not appear for the March testimony. So he got fined $25,000 uh, and then $50,000 the second time he missed his court uh, deposition appearance. And since he made those depositions up in the last couple days, he's getting a refund. Ain't that nice? Ain't that swell? So, uh, the lesson to learn be learned from this is when you see stuff like uh, Mr. New York Subway Shooter, Mr. Uh, mass shooting anything I don't know I just said mister uh, anything that's super controversial <coughs> in the media 
be careful before you get caught up and start posting left and right online. We were all, we are all excited and happy, or not happy, we're all excited and rah, rah, Ukraine. But, you know, you look at some of the stuff that the United States has been backing Ukraine on it for the last eight years with the Donbass region between Ukraine and Russia. And you find out they've been using neo-Nazis to do some of their dirty work. And then you're like, hmm. Uh, same thing with this. You know, Alex Jones, he got caught up in so, pardon me, I said red flag event earlier. I meant false flag event. Uh, he's seen some of these false flag events become the truth over time, as we all have. Uh, so many conspiracy theories become conspiracy fact. You know, people really did conspire to a, a certain event of some sort. Uh, Sandy Hook obviously was not one of those. This is one of the reasons why I hated Alex Jones for years. Um, and he was wrong about this. He admitted it. But you kind of sometimes, if you're, you know, social media, everybody posts their thoughts and feelings and politics and whatever you gotta take a little step back and sometimes give it a day or two which actually kind of Alex did he he waited a while to comment on Sandy Hook and he got all these conspiracies from his fans and he started investigating the conspiracies and people took it and his fans took it as he was saying uh, this didn't happen. Go out and harass the families of these uh, deceased children and blew up in his face. Of course, if you're that big of a fan of a guy who, who rants and raves on the internet, maybe you better chickety check yourself before you riggedy wreck yourself. Like check yourself into a mental institution. Don't ever do anything because you watched one of my videos or pod, listened to my podcast and got inspired. I am not an inspiring person. Except for follow Jesus, you should go out and do that. That's the only thing I want you to be inspired by me to do. All right, let's let's move on and get to that fun shit, making fun of uh, Alec Baldwin. <laughs> One of my favorite pastimes lately. He's a prick. <laughs> in your eyes uh, Debbie Gibson and I think one of the new kids on the block uh, doing that sounds a lot different now that they're older and their voices have changed some but I loved that song when it came out uh, I'm a romancy yeah, I must have been a little kid when that came out a little younger kid uh, and 
I still, I, I dug that tune, man. Lost in your eyes. So romantic. That's another one of my, my fantasy. I've fantasized so much about getting married. Why am I single? Oh, because I'm a nice guy. God damn it. Uh, anyhow. Yeah, man. That's a, that's a wedding song there, man. That's a first dance song. If I ever heard one. Yeah. Uh, I, that's one of the songs where you can't let your guy friends know you like it. But you know they like that song too. But if they did, they'd make fun of you. Your, oh yeah, your your male counterparts. At least back in my day, you would have been made fun of and tossed out of your uh, social circle of Nintendo playing baseball, backyard playing boy buddies if they found out you liked Debbie Gibson and Lost in Your Eyes. That's a girl song. Yeah, you are practically a hard girl, you little punk. I used to swear until, like, I don't know. Our whole way through high school, well, growing up, this, eh, I better watch it. I used to swear this one friend of mine was a girl until he, like, procreated, uh, got married, and had children. He used to swear he was secretly a girl. Actually, I got a friend who I think might be a girl with a... Anyways. Uh, I think he might have been born with an enlarged clitoris and is just still lying to us. Anyway. So, uh, Fox News, F-A-U-X. Fox News. No. Uh, they have a story... Father who moved family out of Seattle says others should follow. It is completely out of control. What is it with... Well, the Seattle... I don't need autoplay videos, people. Well, the Seattle mayor appeared to be caught off guard when asked... Okay. Uh, what is it with these big cities? Democrat-run cities. Seattle... You know, Supersonics basketball team, Seattle Seahawks football team. Uh, they used to have a baseball team, Ken Griffey Jr. and Jay Bruner. And they're off and on, the Seattle Seahawks were close to being a good baseball. Or Seattle Mariners. Sorry, we're, see, the Mariners were so bad at calling the football team. The Seattle Mariners were close to being a good team at different times. They had some star players. Um but also the birth of grunge music and uh, Nirvana was uh, Seattle, was in Seattle. Uh, but yeah, this, uh, okay, let me give you an example. There's a gay Asian reporter. I don't know why people always have to point that out about Andy No, But he's an independent journalist, uh, social media person. We'll just call him an independent journalist. He's more of a real journalist than anybody you'll see on Fox News or CNN. Uh, Andy No, N-G-O is how you spell his last name. And he was, a, he's a target of the uh, radical group that isn't a, an organization. is just an idea, according to Joseph Rapunzel Biden. And so... Uh, Andy knows their target. They want to kill him because for years and years, he's been reporting on their shenanigans in cities like Seattle and how they destroy businesses, mom and pop, as well as corporate, how they've taken over the city. If, if Antifa's having a hootenanny and is busting things up and beating Andy No to death, which they've almost accomplished twice, beating Andy No up, the police cannot walk into the Antifa rally, arrest the people that are beating on Andy No, and take them to jail. They cannot walk into the lovely, peaceful, mostly peaceful protest of Antifa and stop their uh, mostly peacefulness. Okay? That's what the policy of the Seattle government is. So, this 
this feller, Ryle, R-Y-L-E, Ryle, like Kyle, but with an R, Ryle Goodrich moved his family out of Seattle over concerns about crime after a homeless encampment. So this is on top of other, all the other problems major cities had, uh, gangs, drugs, uh, ma- the mafia, if you're New York or Chicago, uh, all these other things. On top of whatever your major city's main crime problem always was, now your major Democrat-run cities are being overrun by homeless people because Democrat uh, taxation and policy is putting people out on the streets. Uh, Okay, so after a homeless encampment was allowed next to his children's school, now after seeing the homeless crisis... I don't know. The homeless crisis worsened and the crime rates surge. Goodrich said leaving the liberal city was one of the best decisions he ever made. Seattle Mayor Bruce Harwell on Thursday claimed his city was on track to be one of the safest cities in America. Now, if you're talking about, like, major cities, maybe. I mean, it's hard to beat New York, Detroit, and Chicago for crime and murder. I mean, it's almost like New York, New York, Chicago, and Detroit are competing to for murders. You know, it's like they're in a competition. But Bruce, Mayor Bruce Harrell said... Uh, his city is on track to be one of the safest. What's one of the safest? Top 10? Top 20? Uh, anyways, Goodrich, however, argued the crime had gotten out of control. Well, you know, some of these people live on the outskirts of town or in the suburbs. Or I don't know what part of town this Bruce guy lives in. I mean, these are massive, massive cities with millions of people that cover, you know, you know, 10, 20, 30, 50 miles of ground in any direction. So, <clears throat> so you know, <clears throat> but it's, it's, nev- it's never a problem until it's in your neighborhood. You know, Dave Chappelle pointed out uh, in a humorous way, there was never a drug or drug problem in America until heroin hit the Midwest, and then it was, uh, then it was a problem. But when it was just the black people in the cities dying of crack and heroin and so on in the '80s, oh, no big deal. We don't care. It's never a problem till it comes to your front door. Sounds like that's what this good rich guy has found out. Uh, it's not a normal place to be. Goodrich told uh, host Gillian Turner, it's, uh, it's completely out of hand. Goodrich said it's not normal to be accosted by homeless people while walking with your children to have a, a scan, or pardon me, to have to scan the playground for needles. No, that's not normal. Unless you live in San Francisco. Then it's hop over the piles of human poop and dodge the needles. Uh, Goodrich previously spoke out in 2021. Uh, he found a katana sword and throwing axe, lovely, in the homeless encampment next to his son's school. The camp was completely unmanaged. Well, yeah, no shit. Most homeless encampments probably are not well-managed places, Mr. Goodrich. Good observation, buddy. All right. So, yeah, the the big cities, man, used, you know, being from a small town, uh, a village, technically, we used to be a small, small city. Um, I mean, by small city, the definition of a city, according to the United States government, is uh, 5,000 residents. 
And so we were at our peak, we had 7,000 residents. So we barely were a city. But anyhow, uh, coming from a small town with like 3,500-ish people, uh, I always dreamed of going to the big cities. I've been to... I've been to the nice parts of Dallas. <laughs> I've been to Washington, D.C. I don't know whether... Is, are Cleveland and Columbus major cities? I've been to Cleveland, Columbus, and Cincinnati. Uh, anyhow, but, uh, you know, you always dreamed of seeing the Big Apple, New York City, uh, the Seattle Space Needle, even though I'm be scared shitless up there. Um... What else? San Francisco and the Gateway Bridge and all these things you read about in books and fantasized about and saw in movies and TV. Eh. Why would you want to go? Why would you want to go now? I mean, I'd like to go sightseeing in New York, but it's like, am I going to die? I mean, it's that simple. So... This piece of shit, Alec Baldwin, just humors me. All right, let's do something here. Uh, his wife has a fake name that she's using, okay? Uh, this article caught me caught my eye. Uh, Alec Baldwin explains why he and his wife, Hillary, although she, pronounced, she spells it Hilaria and insists on it being pronounced Ilaria, uh, he, Alec and his wife Hillary are pregnant with his eighth child uh, keep keep having kids plus more news so my first thought when I saw this is why isn't he in jail he just murdered somebody if anything it should be some sort of manslaughter charge so it shows them uh they have four kids. Everyone is dressed in a black suit and tie. Even Hillary's wearing um, sort of a tie, but she's got her she, she's cute. She's got her shirt unbuttoned halfway, and the tie is pulled way down. But all of the kids are wearing black suits and ties wherever they're at. <laughs> so Baldwin seemingly defends his latest baby news. Last month, Baldwin and his wife Hillary Baldwin announced they're expecting their seventh child together. The new addition will make Alec, who's 64 years old and wants to be like Donald Trump, the father of eight. He shares daughter with Ireland, or daughter Ireland Baldwin, 26, with his ex-wife Kim Bassinger, Basinger, Bassinger. Kim Bassinger, she was hot back in the 80s and 90s. One of the biggest actresses uh, there was. Uh, and Alec was one of the best actors of the Baldwin family. Um, man, he's just gone nuts. Maybe he's a Scientologist, too. They're nuts. Um, but anyways, Alec, 64, who wants to be Donald Trump when he grows up. Uh, and he treated that daughter, Ireland, oh my God, terrible. Left a... When she was like 12 years old and he called her a disgusting pig in a, on a, uh, a voicemail. And if it would have happened today, his career would be over. Um, and it should have been over then. But yeah, he's just a jerk. He gets into fights with people on the street. Uh, you know, he, he just shot someone. M maybe intentionally, maybe not. But this guy wants to be Donald Trump so bad. He calls his wife by this, or he and his wife decide she should have this silly name, Ilaria, which is spelled Hilaria. But her birth name is Hillary Lynn Hayward Thomas, born 1984. So she's more in my age range. 1984, that would make her. Like in her 30s? I'm not good at math. Uh, she's an... <laughs> this is funny. An American yoga instructor. Period. That's where the sentence should end. 
But anyways, they say a yoga instructor, entrepreneur, podcaster, and author. Uh, Co-founder of a New York City chain of yoga studios. Uh, she released exercise, an exercise DVD and wellness-focused book. She's been married to Alex since 2012. Uh, education, Cambridge School uh, of Weston, New York, and then New York uh, University. <laughs> Other names, Hilaria Thomas. Her name's Hillary. That's the name she was born with. That's the name her parents gave her. That's the name that's on her birth certificate. That is her name. It's not Ilaria. She is not Spanish or from any foreign country and does not speak any foreign languages. Melania Trump, however, who Ilaria wants to be like, just like Alec wants to be like Donald Trump, uh, she speaks with a fake accent. Here, let's look this up. I saw an article about this. You, you piece of trash, bald one. You probably put a gun to her head and said, Hey, talk with a funny accent or I'm going to shoot you like I did the lady in that movie. Ilaria. Video of Ilaria Baldwin accent. Quote, embarrassing. Let's see what this video sounds like. It's coming. Here it comes. Any day now. Load video. I should prep these things ahead of time, huh? Well, as soon as it loads, there it goes. U.S. News. Billy Baldwin was standing by his sister-in-law, Hillary, amid accusations she lied about. Okay, this isn't a video of her talking. This is a video with captions that you're supposed to read the caption. Piss on that. Um... So Billy Baldwin calls Hillary Baldwin accent drama embarrassing. <laughs> Hillary Baldwin shuts down fake accent uh, controversy. Let's see here. I saw her lips moving in this one, so she's got to be talking. There's been some questions about where I'm born. That was the whole thing of her talking. Instagram post, her real name is Hillary and she was born in Massachusetts, not Spain. I'm born in Boston. And then I spent some of my childhood in Boston, some of my childhood in Spain. My family, my brother, my parents, my nephew, everybody is over there in Spain. Now I'm here. And so there was like a lot of back and forth my entire life. And I'm really lucky that I grew up speaking two languages. And I'm trying to raise my kids so that they speak two languages too. Um, and that's something that's very important for me, especially having my family abroad. So she wants to be like... Melania Trump and speak multiple languages. I am that person that if I've been speaking a lot of Spanish, I, you know, tend to mix them. And if I'm speaking more English, I, you know, there's a lot of English, then I mix that. It's one of those things that's always been a little bit, you know, insecure about over different times. She's been insecure about it over time. Probably because she doesn't speak very good Spanish is probably the problem. <laughs> that's probably what she's insecure about. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you grew up in, spent some time in Spain growing up, that's one thing. But if you're trying to be Donald and Melania Trump, 
got some issues, folk. That's all there is to it. Um, the bald ones. I mean, who would have thought when I was growing up, Alec? I thought I always thought Alec was going to be this great actor. I thought he was a great actor. Um, but who would have thought he would grow grow old to be uh, an abusive person, abuse people on the streets, get into fight with pop fights with paparazzi, get into fights with people over parking spaces, call his daughter uh, a disgusting little pig. And, you know, Stephen Baldwin, the goofball of the family, back in the day, ends up being like the good Baldwin brother. <laughs> Whatever. God bless y'all. Head out to church this weekend. Celebrate Easter Sunday. Uh, get saved. And pray for one another. So, I'll talk at y'all next time.